Hello and welcome to Osborne Clark's Future of Financial Services podcast. This series is inspired by our annual Future of Financial Services week, where we explore challenges and solutions in this rapidly changing sector. My name is Sirene Thomas, and I'm a senior knowledge lawyer in the Financial Institutions Group at Osborne Clark. In today's episode, we're discussing the UK Financial Conduct Authority's new guidance for financial promotions on social media. The new guidance, which is currently being consulted on, will replace existing guidance on this area dating back to 2015. I'm joined today by Ben Player, an Associate Director specialising in fintech and consumer finance, Claudia Cassinou, an Associate in the team, and Josh Payne, who's a trainee in the team. Thanks so much for joining us today. So, I guess a good place to start is, what's the status quo for financial promotions on social media? Thanks, Sarian. Well, the UK has a long-standing restriction on making financial promotions, which you may hear referred to as the Section 21 restriction. And to get technical for a moment, that restriction means that a person must not, in the course of business, communicate an invitation or inducement to engage in investment activity unless they are authorised or exempt, or the communication has been approved by someone who is authorised. This restriction exists because consumers are influenced by financial promotions and often rely on them to make investment decisions. It's therefore important that these promotions are good quality. There are existing requirements to include risk warnings or other statements in promotions for certain products and services. And so these rules and the Section 21 restriction itself are what the FCA call media neutral, meaning that they apply to social media as they do to any other channel. But in recognition of the fact that social media is a different environment to other media channels, the FCA published guidance in 2015 intended to address the specific nuances of making financial promotions on social media. Okay, great. So I guess the next question is, why has the regulator issued new guidance on the use of social media now? Well, one of the driving forces behind this new guidance is how the landscape of social media has evolved. As I mentioned, the previous guidance was issued in 2015, and so it was heavily based around the predominant social media at the time, which was typically text-based and character-limited. But in 2023, we see more video-based media, which is both short-form and long-form, and the rise of financial influencers or finfluencers, marketing financial products and services, particularly engaging with younger consumers. The, evident, the emergence of these new trends has changed the risk profile of social media as a channel for financial promotions. The FCA has also identified a growing trend for newer business models, such as buy now, pay later and crypto assets being marketed on social media. And the FCA believes that new guidance will help firms operating in those sectors to understand their expectations and navigate the regulatory regime better. And the FCA is already tackling this issue via intervention. So in the last quarter of 2022, 69% of financial promotions which were later amended or withdrawn following the regulator's intervention involved website or social media promotions. And so taking that figure together with the increasing number of consumers using social media to inform their financial decision making, it's easy to see how poor quality, non-compliant promotions could cause widespread harm. And so the FCA is looking for firms to boost the quality of financial promotions made on social media and is issuing this new guidance to clarify its expectations arising from the existing financial promotions regime. 
Okay, that absolutely makes sense. I think if we think back to what social media looked like in 2015, it really is night and day compared to you know what we see now. Um, and just I think that the figures from some of the surveys the FCA has done do show that lots of particularly younger people are increasingly relying on people like these influencers to make what could be quite important investment decisions and often relating to quite high risk products as well. So sounds like there's definitely a place for this new guidance. Um, so what does the new guidance cover? Um, what's staying the same and what's changing? Well, the new guidance retains key principles of the existing guidance, including the FCA's expectations on the prominence of required information and that financial promotions must be compliant on a standalone basis. The new guidance clarifies how the FCA expects these principles to be applied to social media. Two key changes in the guidance relate to the scope of the financial promotion regime and risk warnings. In terms of scope, the FCA is concerned that some influencers don't realize they can fall within the scope of regulation and could be communicating non-compliant or illegal financial promotions. The FC highlights that any type of communication is capable of being a financial promotion, including memes, which are commonly used in the crypto asset sector, and even communications in chat rooms. A required element of a financial promotion is that the communication is made in the course of business, which can be difficult to interpret in the context of evolving social media business models. The new guidance clarifies that this captures any level of commerciality. According to the guidance, promoting a regulated financial product to acquire more followers or likes could be regarded as being in the course of business, even if the influencer has not been directly compensated for that specific post. And in terms of risk warnings, the existing rules on risk warnings are media neutral and so apply to social media as they would any other advertising channel. The rules require that the risk warnings are clear, prominent and without a design feature that reduces their visibility or prominence. In the new guidance, the FCA provides helpful examples of compliant and non-compliant financial promotions. For instance, in the case of short form videos, if the warning is found only within the caption of the video, this could be non-compliant. Instead, the FCA expects the warning to be displayed clearly and prominently across the screen throughout the promotion. Okay, got it. So it sounds like there's quite a lot for firms and influencers to think about. Um, and I, it sounds really helpful that the guidance actually gives, you know, examples of what people should be looking for. Um, but I guess the other kind of actor here are the social media platforms themselves. Is there anything that they should be doing um, in connection with financial promotions? Yes, the FCA expects social media platforms to consider how the financial promotion regime applies to them and ensure that they do not host illegal content. Pl uh, platforms should be looking at their policies to make sure they are sufficiently robust in this regard. Platforms can also consider whether their sites are suitable for promoting certain high-risk products at all. So how does the guidance interact with the new consumer duty, Ben? So the consumer duty applies to 
all marketing to retail customers in whatever format and on whatever platform. And the financial promotion guidance sits alongside the obligations placed on firms by the consumer duty and by FCA principle seven, which requires firms to pay due regard to the information needs of their clients and communicate information with them in a way which is fair, clear and not misleading. Mm-hmm. So the financial promotion guidance really provides welcome clarity on what financial promotions or compliant financial promotions need to look like. and in ensuring that marketing on social media is consistent with the updated guidance will help firms be able to demonstrate that they're delivering good outcomes for their retail clients. But that doesn't really tell the full story. So for example, consumer duty considerations may mean that it's not appropriate to use social media as a marketing platform entirely, or that it requires a change to marketing strategy to ensure that good outcomes are being delivered consistently across all customers, including those who are or may be vulnerable. Right. Okay. So it sounds like um, firms do need to be thinking more broadly about their obligations under the consumer duty and then relating those back to um, how the guidance might impact them. So what are the next steps in the consultation process, kind of looking ahead? And is there anything firms should be doing now? So the FCA set a deadline of the 11th of September for interested parties such as firms or individuals involved in promoting financial products on social media to submit their responses to the consultation. And then final guidance is anticipated to be published later in 2023, but we're not quite sure when that will be. Uh, And after that time, the existing guidance from 2015 is going to be retired. On the basis that we don't really expect much to change during the consultation process, firms should really consider whether taking steps now to ensure that their marketing is consistent with the new guidelines, which represent the regulator's latest and greatest expectations for this type of marketing, is something that they would like to get cracking with. Great. Okay. So it sounds like um, if firms are interested in responding to the consultation, now is your time um, to get a response in on that ahead of that 11th September deadline. And then we will um, hear more from the FCA on the final guidance later this year. Um, But yeah, possibly something firms want to be um, getting into the detail of now and making sure that their financial promotions on social media tick all the right boxes. So there's just time for one last thing. In this section, we take a brief look at a recent development you may have missed. From the 8th of October 2023, the scope of the UK financial promotions regime, which we've just been discussing, will be extended to cover what's called qualifying crypto assets. The rules, which will apply to all firms marketing crypto assets to UK consumers, importantly, this includes firms based overseas, will see in-scope crypto assets categorised as restricted mass market investments in the FCA's taxonomy um, of investment types, and they'll be subject to specific marketing restrictions. Firms who want to market their crypto asset services in the mass retail market after this date need to consider two issues. Firstly, the legal route by which they'll be able to carry on communicating financial promotions to their customers. And secondly, how to implement the new conduct of business requirements, which could impact the customer journey. Thank you for listening to the Future of Financial Services podcast. You can subscribe for future episodes wherever you get your podcasts.